I hope you're ready to rumble because you're listening to the cream of the crop. Yeah, then and now, dig it. I'm Macho Man Danny Mullins. That's right, brother, and I'm Robert Foley. Are you doing Hulk Hogan? I'm trying. I, that, you, that's not something you want to do nowadays. <laughs> this is true. We've talked about that on Hold My Beer. He's, he, does, he, that, does that allow me to be racist on this episode? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, if you want to tank the podcast, go for it. Be Hulk Hogan. Just don't be Terry. We, we, never be Terry. We, yeah, we'd never be Terry. <laughs> All right, so I just a real quick promo. I worked up in my head, right? Let's say we're in a, a title program, right? I'm the champion, of course, already. Why wouldn't I be? Uh, then and now heavyweight champion of the world. The bearded okay. schmuck. Got it. Right. And you're just, you're Robert Foley, whatever. Who cares? Right. So, like, you come up to me like, hey, I'm ready. I'm going to win this title. I'm like, hey. I'm the Bardic Wonder. I come in with a guitar. Right. But that I can't I, play. Then I cut my promo, which is, your chances of winning this belt for me are as big as your testicles. Not at all. See? That's a wrestling promo. But they don't say testicles very often. You my, get where I'm going with my, this? My promo, I uh, am singing, I got big balls, he got big balls, she's got big balls, but you have no balls at all. And then at the end of my promo, uh, balls actually drop from below my guitar. Oh, like like like, like truck nuts, but on it, a guitar? Yes. Uh. <laughs> That's okay. my promo. Just spoiler alert, the uh, nearly debate at the end, we're going to come up with our own wrestling personas, so don't <laughs> jump the gun too much. Also, I don't know if they allow testicles on network television. I'm pretty sure they don't. <laughs> uh, no, this is for pay-per-view, bitch. Although, I've, I've seen Vince McMahon's butt, like, several times. He had something called the and Kiss My Ass Club, buddy. If it's cartoonish, it can at least be on uh, Comedy Central, because they show children testicles on uh, South Park all the time. I think it's different if they're if they're drawn. Okay, so make them cartoonish testicles that my guitar has. Yeah, but you're kind of like, hey, make them a kid's testicles is what you're saying. No. Which is more offensive. You got to think before you speak, man. This you, is, when you, you can, step inside you the square circle. You can make adult animated huge nuts that drop from a guitar, and it has nothing to do with children at that point. I feel like that, it would ma- be. The vainier, the less childish. I'm coming to get you. I'm the pedophile. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there was a time in the 80s, right? I think that it's referred to as the rock and roll era in, in WWF at the time, where every gimmick was just a job. That's where you got your Doink the Clown. This is that era, okay? Okay. And there was one good gimmick, The Undertaker. That actually stayed until he retired. Uh, so this, right now we're definitely into this year, right? Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to format this because I want to okay. jump around like a madman. Okay. okay. So this is then and now, all at once, just all over your face, right? Anyways, the rock and roll era. Every job was, or every gimmick was just a job. So there was the Repo Man. Guess what his gimmick was? He was he was a Repo Man. He was a Repo Man, right? There was a Garbage Man. I wait, 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 wait. He was a poet. Who was a poet? The Repo Man? No, the Garbage Man. No, no, he was a Garbage Man. Uh, there. <laughs> he can be both. People aren't just one dimensional, Danny. No, they were very much so one dimensional. One was Doink the fucking clown, man, and he had little midget Doinks with him, or little Doinks. Yeah, yeah. Mini Doinks. He killed himself. It's fine. Doinklings. You'd be surprised how many wrestlers commit suicide. No. I watched a video on YouTube last night. I was like, oh, that's why he isn't around anymore. He killed himself. Uh, who? Uh, Crash Holly. Oh. He's like Bob Holly, but smaller. I don't know who Hardcore either of those are. Hardcore Holly. No. I, I gave you a week to get me excited for wrestling. You it's did not send me anything to Yeah, watch. I was going to send you uh, Hard Dreams by Dusty Rhodes, baby. Yeah, so... Best promo of all time, baby. I- I've literally done a Danny's amount of research. That's fine. It's not like you're going to like it when we're done with this anyways. It's just an excuse for me to yell for an hour. I, I-, I gave you an excuse to try. I Why? was going to watch anything. You're not cool enough. You don't deserve to be a wrestling <laughs> fan, dude. 
you have to earn that shit. You have to be in in middle school and hey, wear the t-shirts to get made fun I was of. beat up in a wrestling ring when I was a kid. Be- Why? Uh, there was like this backyard wrestling thing where a person had built his own uh, wrestling, like official wrestling ring. Right. And uh, a f- he was cousins with a friend of mine who uh, grew up around me here in this town. Mm-hmm. And so me, him, and like three other kids our age went and uh, re- recorded us wrestling. We came up with our own uh, personas and all that, and we were taught how to actually pull our punches while still connecting just a little bit yeah, to make it. Yeah, partially open. Right. Well, that's what we were doing, and one person got mad because uh, he he decided to duck, and I wasn't expecting him to do that, and we connected harder than I wanted to. You know to. what that's called in wrestling terms. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, you're going to leave smarter, okay, about the business, because they call it the business, right? Okay. That's, you, you, you threw a potato. Okay. That's what it's called. But uh, so I, you're I, welcome. Don't be a dick about it. I, I wasn't. I was a wealth of knowledge. I'm letting you in I, to my world, Robert. And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, so what exactly is a potato? Be, be when, more when you hit him hard. You threw a potato. Okay. Yeah. So I, I accidentally threw a potato, and he came up and was immediately swinging. And, oh and shit! Like full on, we were in fight mode, and I that threw me into fight mode, and I threw him out of the ring. <laughs> Like a badass. Yeah, like like it was the Royal Rumble. And everybody else got pissed because at that point they saw it as I was legitimately trying to hurt him, which I wasn't. I was trying to get him the F away from me. They climbed into the ring and started beating the shit out of me. First by taking me out. It was the the Royal Rumble. Holy shit. (laughs) First by taking me out at the knees from behind and then stomping me when I was down. When I got up and slammed two of their heads together and tried pushing the other like Hulk into the Hogan? Co- he used to do that. <laughs> he would take two people's heads and bash them I together. I mean, this all sounds awesome, but as a kid, I was in an actual fight. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like an actual match. Did you leg drop him afterwards? The guy that I punched into the corner, I hit him in the chest as hard as I could with my feet by double jumping into him. That's a drop kick, Robert. That's a wrestling move. You, it sounds like you just accidentally had an actual wrestling match. But we were legit hurting each other. Yeah, it was a stiff one. <laughs> uh, I, I believe they call it Japanese strong style now. Uh, but it sounds like it was a work. I don't know, man. Long story short, I did get the shit kicked out of me. This is also, I mean, it's a very accurate way to describe a dropkick, but also the most boring way to say it. Dropkick's a fun word to say, Robert. Okay. <laughs> I, jumped, I, I did the horizontal double leg kick. I mean, I wasn't wrong. You're not. No, I said it was accurate. <laughs> but, you know, dropkick's fun to say. Just say dropkick. But, uh, shit, what was Yeah, so oh. I guess that in an actual fight, I was accidentally in a wrestling match. Yeah, I mean, you were in a ring. You should have got a folding chair. They love folding chairs. I was in a... There was one, but we specific... Like, when the actual fight started, nobody grabbed it. Well, no. It's kind of a dumb weapon to use in a real fight. I was in a backyard wrestling league, man. We had our, we had I... our own federation. Okay. FKW, man. Fuck, fuck worlds? Okay. What what would the K be, then? FKW. The K in fuck. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not... It was fat kid wrestling. Okay. Because we were all fat. And we were kids, right? It started off as a school project, but I was uh, I was Tum Tum the Unholy, right? They called me Tum Tum because I was always eating, you know, Three Ninjas, the fat one. Right. Yeah. And then Unholy because you have to be cool. You have to have an edge, right? So I'd take a black t-shirt and wrap it around my head like a ninja mask. And then our buddy Joel, he was my tag team partner. He was the masked hippie. He did the same thing. He was the masked titty? Hippie. Hippie. Masked hippie. hippie. He took a tie-dye shirt and wrapped it around his head like a ninja mask. And our finishing move was the hippie trippy, right? 
where he would sneak up behind him on all fours, and then I'd just push the guy over him <laughs> like a Three Stooges bit, and then I'd take a run and go jump off his back, leg drop. We never won a match. But it was a lot of fun. We didn't have a ring, though. We just uh, we just hit the hard ground. And that's how I got my first concussion. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Somebody threw a, a, an African-American at me. A whole one. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Our buddy Kyle, he was the, he's kind of the one that got me into wrestling in the first place in elementary school, right? He's a big WCW guy. Right, right. Which apparently nobody else was, because every podcast I listen to and everything, everybody just makes fun of WCW. That was my shit, man. That's where Sting was. Sting was my boy. <laughs> uh, anyways, he took a run and go at the biggest guy there, so he literally picked him up by the underneath the arms and just pitched him. He decided to do like a spinning kick while he's in the air, and he came down ankle first on the top of my head. So, I, and I don't remember any of this. The only reason I know it happened is because they showed me the video footage afterwards. Okay. I fall mostly out of frame, and all that's left is my knees down on the side of the screen. I'll see suddenly you seem get drug away. <laughs> and then they pans like after the match they pan over, I'm just like staring at a corner. Turns out somebody gave me morphine. Yeah. Oh. Because I was like they could tell I was in pain and somebody had it was prescribed it, so they gave he's like, Take this, you'll feel better. I was like, What is it? He's like, Ah, it's like Tylenol. And it's not like Tylenol. No, I was that's gone. that's not like Tylenol at all. I felt good though. Like it was, all the pain was gone right away, buddy. But uh, we had Vanilla Gorilla. He was he was our big guy. He's the guy that threw Kyle. I think Kyle's name was Phoenix because they're not, they can all be winners. I I don't remember what my name was. If I was a betting man, my my persona during that uh, no ba- no bars held uh, SmackDown match uh, was Rabom. If I was a betting man, okay, because it's like Robert but bombier. Uh, that and it sounds like Bobombs from Mario. It does. Well, you, even nerdy when you wrestle. Well, the the first wrestling games that I played, you know, whenever you could create a person, it, I was playing on a Nintendo. So no I mercy. was I was Rabom. No mercy for the N sixty four. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Great game. Great yeah. game. Uh, uh, that's when you could still flip people off a of Stone Cold in a video game when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Good times, man. You can't do that anymore. They took that out. Now he just wiggles his head and holds his hands up with his fingers not there. <laughs> I mean, it's cool when my kid's in the room, but, like, come on. But you want you want the finger there. I want him to give me the finger, yeah. I mean, he's seen my son's seen me flip things off before. He's seen you flip me off before. Oh, probably. I usually am. But I wanted to take a minute and talk about how legitimately badass some of these people are. Okay, you're you're aware of a, a Richard Flair, right? Uh, I am aware of his existence, yes. Rick Flair, right? I don't know if his He called someone Richard fat. In Indiana, yeah, got kicked out of a bar. Yeah, up in Fort Wayne. I know. I wish I was there. If you would have called me fat at bar, I'd be like, thank you, sir. <laughs> Woo! To you, too. In 1975, this was October 4th, right? He was on a twin-engine Cessna 310 plane. It was him, three other wrestlers, and the promoter. The promoters are the guy that actually booked the matches and get all the wrestlers in. Right, right. Because 75... Like Don King. Sure. Yeah. Um, in 75, that was still the territory days. That's before it was it was televised. That's before your WrestleManias and stuff. And the territories were pretty much like Tennessee would have their big federation, right? Right. And then, like, Kentucky would have their own, and they'd, you know, kind of switch people. Ric Flair was the champion that would go to all of them, kind of, and he would uh, he would win, but he'd always get the shit kicked out of him to make the their guys look really good, and then he'd cheat to win, and then he'd skip town. That's how he get, That's how he made his name. So he, he made them look good, but in the end made sure that he won. Mm-hmm. Or even if, like, he'd take a disqualification loss because the title doesn't switch hands. So, okay. like, he'd get the shit kicked out of the guy. That you could tell the other guy was blatantly better, and then he'd kick him in the dick and leave. <laughs> get to disqualify and take his belt. That's why he was so respected by other wrestlers because he always, like, yeah, he made sure he kept the belt. But he always made sure that everybody he stepped in the ring with looked like a million bucks. Okay. That's why he's so well respected. He's one of my favorites. Plus, you know, the woo. Woo! <laughs> 
And he claims now, uh, Chris covered this, I think, two weeks ago on Hold My Beer, or maybe that it was last he's week. he's trying to... No, no, no. He slept with 10,000 women. Oh. Yeah, I don't believe him. I don't know. I'd like to. <laughs> we did the math. We did the sex math. It was like 200 people a year. That's still over, like, that's over 100 well, days off go, Going back how many years? Well, this would have been, like, when he was 16, I think, and on. Okay. I doubt that he was slaying that much sliz back then. Sliz? Don't call it that. <laughs> I, I was trying to. Cu- for a I was, a- I was actually weirdo. trying to just think of the worst possible way to phrase that. It's kind of like a, a and gay I, guy I feel trying bad. to describe uh, uh, like a vagina. You're I like, know. Oh, like, a sliz. As, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, ugh, no. Yeah, that's disgusting. You don't deserve to have yeah, sex Yeah, I feel bad. Again. You should. <laughs> so it was, uh, like I said, October 4th, 1975. Five people in this plane, and it goes down. Crashes hardcore, right? The promoter and the pilot, I believe, die. What do you think Ric Flair does? Got drunk and went to a wrestling match anyway? Yes. He, he walked out of the plane. Was I right? To a bar, <laughs> got drunk, and then went and wrestled his fucking match. Like, how badass is that, man? Or also, just, you know, a very functioning alcoholic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know about all the health problems he's had recently, right? Uh, I, I've seen that he isn't in the best of health. Well, no, he's, uh, he almost died. He, uh, they had to replace like most of his intestines. Oh, seriously? Because he was having about 20 drinks a day. Jeez. Anywho. His daughter's doing well for herself. <laughs> she wrestles now. Um. Son's dead though. So, so Joel's wanting me to bring up the fact, uh, so, some story about him tackling Travis and flower power. Well, he's the masked hippie. Yeah. Right. Why, why are you talking to Joel? What happened? I can do both. Okay. And, um, and it pertains to the topic that we were talking about. All right. Well, we were talking about Ric Flair being a badass, but we can go back to FKW. You said that we were jumping around anyway. Well, I didn't Woo! mean in the middle of sentences, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, some structure would be nice. No. Not, it's not, you know, extreme rules. He, he was that, That's hippie, all right? I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> this was back in Prince's backyard is where we took it. Prince, even though that was his real name, would have been a great wrestling name. He was. He could have been the Prince. He changed it to TKO. Lame. Why, why would Prince do that? But then he became uh, the wrestler formerly known as. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we never thought of that joke. Yeah. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> I, I hear he has his own podcast now. I want to find out where this happens. Oh. And it needs to be like Prince Power or something like that, right? <laughs> uh, his dad. The podcast are formerly known as. <laughs> we just went over this, Danny. Yeah, sorry. It's a cool guy, though. We, yeah, we were doing it in Prince's backyard. Joel left to go get someone. Uh, I think Brandon. No, Brandon was there because he was the camera guy. He wouldn't fight, though. What a pussy, right? And so he leaves. We all think he's gone. Travis is my buddy Travis. He, I can't remember what he went as. TAV or something like that? He T- always faded his, he painted his face up like a shaggy two-dope from the Insane Clown Posse every time we wrestled. Of course. Because we were cool. This was hardcore juggalo days, in case you were curious. Uh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Right? For the activity we're doing. He would, he would, his uh, finishing move, he would just take a two liter and pitch it as hard as he could at your face. Oh. That shit hurt. You um, can't fake that. Yeah. Like I had a, I got a black eye from a fucking liter of red pop. <laughs> that's not, it wasn't a high point in my life. I mean, that's a 99 cent smackdown. Yeah. <laughs> that's for a three liter. This is a one liter, man. That's like two pennies maybe. But so he leaves and Travis is cutting a promo into the camera. Right. And all of a sudden, if you're watching the tape. There's this flash of tie-dye and hair, because Joel had super long hair at the time. And then Travis is just gone. Turns out Joel got back. Nobody knew. So he just tackled the first person he saw in front of the camera. So if you watch, he's like, and later on, I'm going to, 
And he's just gone. You don't hear a scream or anything. It's just tie-dye and hair. <laughs> and then four feet in the air. <laughs> so that was that was the tackle. Um, flower power. We were having a ladder match, right? It was me and Joel versus Prince. Now, exactly what is a ladder match? You have to climb the ladder. They, hey, they dangle something down high up, so you have to actually climb the ladder and grab it. Okay. We had something on the roof of his garage. <laughs> so you had to climb the ladder and just grab it off the roof. Because, you know, we were outside. You couldn't hang it from shit. Right. And uh, this sounds incredibly dangerous. Oh, it hurts. I did a leg drop off the top of a ladder onto grass. You know how much that hurts your fucking tailbone? Uh, Falling off of any kind of height onto your leg, yeah, it, yeah it's not a yeah. good thing. Uh, and, oh, yeah, we'll get to this. There was He had a little sister, Princeton, and she had that you know those bigger plastic dollhouses. Yeah. Or not dollhouse, but when you actually go in and play so you can play house or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Right, yeah. Okay. That was in the backyard by the ladder. So Prince climbs it. Joel's on the ground, and he sees a dandelion, the kind that you can blow away. So he picks it. He looks at it. He looks up at Prince, and he yells, flower power, and he pitches it at his face. Just a dandelion, but it hits and explodes. And for some reason, Prince decided to sell it like it hurt. So it, and then fell off the ladder through the play school house. Okay. That was flower power. A dandelion almost killed a man. On his way down, he was like, this is what it feels like when, when wrestlers fly and then crashed into the dollhouse. Yeah, pretty much it, I guess. Oh, <laughs> it does fly. The Prince song. I got you. I don't know my Prince jokes very well. Never oh, well, this could be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just flower power. There was also one part where he picked up a uh, brick, an actual like whole brick, right, and swung it at someone, but like you know, he stayed like a half a foot away from his face. Right. And when it got near his face, he just went, clink, and then threw it on the ground like he hit him. It was it was good stuff, man. I would give almost <laughs> anything to get those my hands on those VHS tapes now. Uh, I I think my thing was recorded, too. I know ours was. But uh, I wouldn't even know who to get a hold of anymore to get, get that. Because yeah, Travis kind of ran it, and he eventually got the VHS put on DVD. That, and at a certain point, even though, yes, it was me as a kid, th- those are just children beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, and? No one ever ripped their pants off and ran at you? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So, uh, Vanilla Gorilla, right? He was the big guy. Okay. Uh, it, I had to fight him one-on-one for some reason. Nobody liked fighting him because he he'd hurt you, right? Because he was just a big guy, and he liked the big boot, which is just kicking someone in the face. Makes sense. Yeah. So, I run at him. He big boots me. I go down, right? And I, I, he goes to pin me, and I think he expected me to stay down after one move, but I kicked out at two, because you don't want a boring match, and for some reason, we never discussed what we would do beforehand. We just, you know, you either win or you lose, we discussed that, that was it. Right. Until, I knew I was losing. Until then, it was, it was we're, we're going to have fun. Yeah, pretty much it. But I, I knew I was going to lose. I, I almost always lost. Because, you know, you I had a little teacher brother. on my head. Chris wasn't even in it! Oh. Uh, he, no, no. It was a couple times, actually. Yeah. It was my group of friends. I... You know, I could have won. You think that one? Travis that didn't matter? want me to win. Yeah. The only time I won was when I was in a tag team with him and got the titles. Weird how that works. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I kicked out at two from the big boot. I don't think he liked that. So I, I, I stand up. He just kind of walks off a little bit, you know, uh, taunting or whatever. And uh, so I stand up. I don't think he thought I was supposed to stand up that fast either. Like, I should sell it more. I should be in more pain. You remember those track pants that had the buttons on the side? Yeah. Yeah, he always wore those. Next thing I know, he, he locks eyes with me. Rips his pants off, they go fly to the air, and he charged me at full fucking speed. <laughs> he clotheslined me, and I, I stayed down after that. <laughs> like, yeah. So instead of one move, it's a whole two moves. But when you see a man lock eyes with you, rip their pants off, <laughs> and then full sprint at you with full intent of hitting your face, 
Yeah, that was fucking terrifying. Yeah, that, uh... But we kept doing it, man. We did that, oh, man, all through high school. Uh, childhood. Yeah. For a good three years, FKW went strong, man. Yeah, I, I think I was done with my rest any kind of wrestling uh, enjoyment by the time that I was in second, third grade. Oh, yeah, no, we did we did this in high school. We were all into wrestling, and uh, Prince oh, had to do a... Uh... Although the wrestling thing that I, I did... I, I was in middle school. I, I was we, we were going to school together at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Prince had to do a school project for some reason, and he decided to make like a fake wrestling federation. I'm like, well, that was fun. Let's do this for no reason. It kept going. We may have fought in the same ring and just don't know about it, depending on how long. No, okay. Never had a ring. Oh, we were real backyard wrestlers, buddy. Yeah. All right, we we had a ring. We were the streets, like with springs and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. Like, it was, it was a ring built exactly like the professionals. What I wouldn't have given, you know? I mean, it was nice. It made it to where we could actually slam each other into the ground. It caused very little pain. Yeah. No, there for a while, we were in this big brick building, right, that Travis's dad owned, and they didn't really use it for anything. So you walk in. It's built like an old church, kind of. But you walk in, it's hardwood floors, and then in the middle of this massive room is just four posts evenly spread exactly like a wrestling ring. So we took string and wrapped around these posts to make the ropes and then beat the shit out of each other on a hardwood floor. Do you have any idea how bad it hurts to get fucking power bombed on that? Uh, actually, yes, I do. That was a, such a bad idea. There's also one point where, um, Prince and this kid named Rodney decided to go at each other with a stop sign and a baseball bat. They hit at the exact same time, right? Baseball bat meets stop sign. Stop sign goes flying into the air. Corner, right into Roddy's forehead. Yeah, Prince said, I'm coming at you like a little red Corvette. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. That sounds sexual. The entire song is. Well, it's a Prince song, I, I yeah. assume that. We're, and I then it know. hit the other guy like a Raspberry Beret. But it, it, it gave him a Raspberry Beret. <laughs> yeah, it busted him open bad. I, I can't remember anyone that didn't bleed at one point. I know, I got, when I got socked in the mouth and my gum started bleeding really bad. Plus, I got concussed. Uh, Travis got a concussion because it, it was fat kid wrestling. We're all pretty big, right? He right. decided he wanted to do a moonsault. Do you know what a moonsault is? Uh, no. It's a, it's a backflip off the top. Okay. You, so if they're laying down, you do the backflip, you land stomach to stomach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he decided hell or high water. He's doing this moonsault. But hey, he comes to us before and he's like, hey guys, I'm going to climb up there, right? When I climb up there, help me flip backwards. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, he's our buddy. We're going to help this man fly. Yeah. We're going to make his I, dreams come true. That's what you've got to do. Flight of the Travi. It's happening. Yeah. Yes. Hell or so. high water, our bro needs us right now. <laughs> right. Well, we failed him a little bit. <laughs> of uh, course. He jumps, right? There's there's a person on each side. So we try to rotate him. We get him rotated. A little over halfway. Came down right on the top of his head Oof. on that hardwood floor. Oof. So I think he got concussed too. But... Yeah, it was good times, man. Wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> uh, there was a, I remember Kyle was always super skinny, but he'd always eat constantly. Right. And we were there when it started to catch up with him a little bit. He started putting on a little bit of weight. And the way we found out is the ladder that we'd been using for the first year and a half, right? It was a wooden ladder. He gets halfway up and the, the, the all the steps just break as he falls down. And, like, ha ha, Kyle's getting fat. <laughs> then we got an aluminum ladder and he was, you know, he was fine. But, ah, oh, good times, man. Tum tum the unholy. <laughs> I think the unhippy holy experience was a uh, mine and Joel's tag team. All right, uh, he had said something else, but I, I went away from the story to try to oh, research okay. stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. 
I suppose we should talk about actual wrestling, not just uh, adolescents I, I mean, beating each other up. In, in, in that, you've told me what different moves are. That's true. Learning. Um, uh, education, sir. I, I asked you beforehand if you had met Vader. No. Or not met Vader, heard of Vader. And that blew my mind that you didn't know who Vader was. He's in Boy Meets World. There's a wrestling episode. I, that's all I remember. And I know Vader was in it. It's time! <laughs> it's time! It's Vader time! I have no memory of this. Oh, okay. Well, apparently uh, he's an asshole in real life. Or he used to be. I guess Chris... I, I have to imagine that a lot of wrestlers actually are. I know, McFoley... I know that not all of them. McFoley's huh? a saint. Right. Mankind. Mankind. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best. Anyways, uh... They used to uh, come to our little shithole town. John Cena is actually pretty cool, I hear. I think he's a robot. And The Rock, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I love The Rock. <laughs> um, anyways, they used to come to the uh, barracks in town, right? Okay. And they'd put on shows. They weren't televised or anything. They are called house shows. And Chris probably would. I, I mean, just to put this in perspective, like time frame, they asked me if I wanted to go. Right, I, I wasn't into wrestling at the time. I was pretty young. I decided that the better way to spend my evening was to stay home and watch TGIF with my mom because I didn't want to miss Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> so they went. So Chris was probably, I don't know, he, maybe 10. Okay. And uh, they decide that they'll sneak around the back of the building afterwards see if they can get some autographs. He wanted Vader's autograph. I guess Vader walks out. They yell for him. He doesn't say anything. He opens his car door. There was a river of beer cans that fell out. He looked at the kids and went, not now! And then got in his car and left. Nice. Left the beer cans and everything. But just a mountain of fucking beer cans fell out of that That thing. guy was someone's hero. Yeah, Vader. He's awesome. Uh, Leon White, I think is his real name. He's a, he's, a, he's a football player. Decided to retire when he got tackled so hard his foot was above his head when he was on the ground and he couldn't move it. Awesome. Yeah. This is, I mean, he's a big dude. But uh, I, I've met Sabu. Do you know who Sabu is? No. Okay. Uh, you realize this entire episode, if you keep asking me if I, I know hey. what things are. All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> ECW? Have you heard of ECW? No. It's Extreme Championship Wrestling. Okay. So we had our big three. This is when wrestling was great. Okay. We had WCW. We had WWF. Okay. We had ECW. ECW was like the smaller one. It was from Philadelphia. It was based in Philadelphia. I, I was familiar with WWF. Okay. Okay. Um, ECW was Extreme Championship Wrestling. That's where you got your barbed wire matches. Right. Uh, and Sabu was one of their head guys. This guy was batshit insane. Like, they had matches where they would... Uh, like, what would he do? Uh, I was getting there. They had matches where they would replace the ropes. Sorry, sorry with... for the banter. <laughs> <laughs> they had uh, matches where they would replace all, three, all the ropes of the yeah. ring with barbed wire. Real barbed wire. They didn't gimmick it. The actual barbed wire. At one point, his big thing, he would set a folding chair up, right? Actually fold it out. The guy would be in the corner, he'd take a run and go jump off of it and kick him in the face. Okay. He decided to do that in this match. Usually, you know, he grabs the ropes to kind of help himself fall. He tried that this time. And by the end of it, his bicep was hanging outside of his arm. Oh. You know what he did? Put it back? Yeah, he pushed it back, took tape off of his fist, like used his teeth to get tape off one of his fists, wrapped it up, finished the fucking match. Like, these people are batshit insane. Yeah, No. But yeah, no. I mean, you could, I've seen the video. That, it is disgusting. It dude. is not worth it. But uh, I met this man, you know, because like, he's a hardcore legend, right? He came to, we used to have a little local federation. I can't remember what it was called. And they had Sabu. And I was like, well, let's go meet Sabu. Well, he's supposed to wrestle as well. So we get there. They introduce Sabu. He walks to the ring. He points to the sky. He gets out of the ring. That's it. That was it, right? Okay. So we start to leave. And this little kid, maybe eight years old, walked up to him. He's like, hey, Sabu, 
Can I get your autograph? He said, fuck off, kid. And then got in his car and left. <laughs> to an eight-year-old. Just, fuck off, kid. Wow. Yeah, don't meet your heroes. They're all assholes. If they're wrestlers, apparently. Yeah, yeah. But uh, say now WWE's bought all these companies now. ECW's right, gone. Right, right. WCW's gone. But WCW was born because Ted Turner of TNT fame, the guy that like started that channel. Right. Which uh, I mentioned that name last week and you thought he was a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> which he might be. I don't I mean. Him. I'm not convinced he's not. You should see a picture of the man. He could be. Giant <laughs> teeth. Giant teeth. Uh, I'm sure they've parodied him on uh, Family Guy if he is... Uh, if... I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. But it, WCW, WCW became what it was, like competition, because it was you know one of those territories. Everything used to be territories. But Ted Turner called Vince McMahon, the guy that owns WWF. Right. WWE now. And he's like, I want to do what you do, so I'm in the wrestling business now. Exact words, wrestling. Rest. And that birthed, like, the WWF's biggest competition for years. That's that's why we got the NWO. Okay. Uh, Sting, Goldberg, some, uh, some very racist characters as well, but we got Booker T because of that. Stevie Ray, Harlem Heat, great tag team, great tag team. But it was all birthed, birthed from this guy just... I'm in the wrestling business now. And he had so much money. He was. Uh, he instantly did, was. Did he specifically say wrestling? Mm-hmm. And that was the difference? Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about that? Hmm. South Park did an episode about this. Oh, really? Uh, about this guy who was really into wrestling, like Olympic-style wrestling. He was the coach of the wrestling team. Mm-hmm. And he ended up getting fired because uh, the kids thought that he was being a pedophile for what he was teaching them because they wanted wrestling. <laughs> I would too. So they end up ruining this guy's career, starting this backyard wrestling thing. Okay. That ends up getting Vince McMahon's attention. Vince McMahon comes to watch the show, and because Vince McMahon knows that it's all about the show and the script, and these kids are coming up with like the craziest stuff about how Cartman's had like all of their abortions, like aborted all their kids, has been scraped fuck? more than a fisherman's knuckle and shit. My God, man, that's horrible. And, and, like, finally the coach, the wrestling coach, gets pissed and comes up and he gives, like, this really deep speech about how they ruined uh, his job. And that, the guy, the Tucker Gerbs. Yeah, of course. Uh, he's in the audience, of course. Needs to be. Uh, yeah, of course he was. Oh, I need to show you a YouTube video. Oh, this, okay. Of this guy. He's in uh, local shows now. They always take place in gymnasiums. All right. It's this guy in the crowd. He gives, he's crying the whole time. And he just keeps saying, it'll always be real to me. It'll always be real to me. I love what you do. <laughs> just bawling his eyes out. This guy's like 50 years old. Well, in this uh, South Park episode, I think I've seen that video. Show me in a second. When I'm done with this, we'll pause this. Yeah, I have something loaded up I want to show you too. Okay. Um, but in the South Park episode, after the guy's uh, deep speech, Vince McMahon starts clapping. And he walks up and he offers the guy the job. And the kids are all like, wait, what about us? Uh, you know, all, all of our wrestling. We did all of this. And Vince McMahon's like, don't you get it? Wrestling's an art. Not, <laughs> this man gets it. He Because he can speak to the soul. <laughs> oh, that's true. I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> all right. What we're going to do, I have the uh, Dusty Rhodes Hard Times promo. It's one of the most well-known promos of all time. Right? Okay. So we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause it, but I will actually put the audio into the podcast so the, the listeners will hear it as well. So they'll hear what you're hearing, and then we'll get your reactions. Okay. Here's the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. And Dusty, your fans welcome you back, man. First of all, I would like...
to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters just to wrote the American dream while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the wrestling fans, it is to Jim Crockett Promotions. And Dusty Rose, the American dream, with that weight, got what I wanted. Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among these in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years, they give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. And Ric Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. And we all had hard times together. I admit I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly's just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But, brother, I am bad, and they know I'm bad. And there were two bad people. One was John Wayne, and he's dead, brother. And the other one's right here. Nature Boy Ric Flair. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm going to reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world now. Reach it out because the love that was given me and this time I will repay you now because I will be the next world's heavyweight champion on this hard time blues Dusty Rhodes Tour 85 and Ric Flair Nature Boy let me leave you with this one way to hurt Ric Flair is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world that's the world's heavyweight title I'm gonna take it I've been there twice this time when I take it, Daddy, I'm going to take it for you. Let's gather for it. Don't let me down now, because I came back for you, for that man up there that died 10, 12 years ago and never got the opportunity to see a real wolf champion. And I'm proud of you, and thank God I have you, and I love you. Love you! All right, now you know about hot times, Daddy. What do you think? Little daddy, that that was super weird. <laughs> it's a little weird because you looked at me like he has a lisp. I was like, oh yeah, he has a lisp, <laughs> and he kept calling him daddy. Everybody was daddy, baby, <laughs> or baby, daddy. Either yeah. way, uh, and he is renowned as one of the best talkers of all time. Do you believe that? No, really, that no. didn't get you going because I can listen nah. to that and be like, oh, that's a fucking fight. I mean, it's funny. No, it's heart moving. When I first saw it, I thought it was Chris Farley. <laughs> oh, dude. Come on. I thought it, you were showing me an SNL skit. No. I'm not kidding at all. That was uh, Jim Crockett Promotions, Daddy. Yeah. He said it several times. He was going to get Ric Flair. 
I didn't know that was an actual promotions uh, company, so I legit thought I, that I you were showing what me an SNL WCW. thing until halfway through. Halfway through, I was like, wait, that's not that's not him. Wait, nobody else is the, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it's great. The, the normal audience laugh track isn't there. If I remember right, Ric Flair had broken his leg, put him off work. That's how he learned about hard times. Well, I, I know one thing. Ric Flair took her gym! <laughs> I should have seen that coming, yeah. I don't know. I think it's moving. It gets my blood boiling. I also showed you another video. Uh, Would you like to describe that? I can't put the... There's no audio to it. Uh, Well, the audio was talking about backyard wrestling. Recre- that wasn't backyard wrestling. No, that's what he was talking about, though, is people recreating. Right, okay. So this so, was an independent promotion, which are all over the place. Like I said, we used to have one in town. Right. Where Sabu was an asshole. Right. Also, Rey Mysterio came once, it, and that was cool. And so this guy's like, what? 15, 20 feet off the ground? What he did. Okay. I, I'll, I'll set it up, and then you can deliver the ending like he did. They're in a gymnasium. Uh, he, uh, it, it, Missed he the mark completely a, and land on my elbow? He has a guy on a table. Did I do it? No. I think what? I did. Did what? You said that I can come in like the other guy. And, oh, and... Yes. <laughs> yeah, you botched it big time. <laughs> If you ever get bored, man, look up uh, Botchamania. It's all stuff like that. It's fucking hilarious. But uh, he has this guy on the table, climbs up. There's like these metal grates going up all the way. So he's halfway up the the wall of this giant gymnasium. Uh, how, how tall do you think that is? Uh, oh, fuck. I don't know. Very tall, right? And his big move is he's going to elbow drop this guy. He's going to jump and elbow drop this guy through the table. Right. What happens? Uh, he misses the table... By at least a foot. He jumps over it. Yeah. Like, it's not like he couldn't make it far enough. He jumped over the guy, elbow, jo- el- yeah. elbow uh, dropped concrete. Yep. And then the <laughs> other guy rolled off the table after the guy had already hit the ground <laughs> like he was dodging at that moment. It's kind of amazing. I know. I also sent, um, uh, what was the, the listener that kept on uh, getting shitty with me on emails? Uh, Jordan? Jordan, right? There for a while, I was sending him wrestling gifts every day. Were you really? Yeah, I said I'd do it for a whole week. I think I only did it four days because I was like, why am I wasting my time with this? Right? <laughs> but he kept on saying wrestling was dumb. And I found one of Ric Flair, right? He's in a suit jacket and everything, full suit. At one point, I don't know, the gif is just him ripping off this shirt or the jacket to the suit, throwing it on the ground, running off the ropes, and then elbow dropping the, the jacket. <laughs> no idea why. And the other one, um, uh, The Big Show. He's a giant, right? A right. little giant. Back in WCW, they actually said that he was Not on Andre the Giants the giant. kid. No. The, he was kayfabe, which is, you know, to the story. Kayfabe means canon. Okay. Right? It means you think it, you're acting like it's real. That's kayfabe. Which used to be a big thing. Now everybody knows it's fake, obviously. But uh, he was in a table match, which you have to win by slamming somebody through a table. That's, that, that's just how it's done. Right. Well, he's on the apron of the ring. Right, holding onto the ropes. There's a table behind him. He doesn't see it. He goes to step out of the ring, steps through the table, and then makes the saddest face I've ever seen on a grown man. <laughs> but he's this giant. He's a fucking giant. <laughs> oh, man. They ruined him when they did. His finishing moves literally just punching someone in the face. I mean... I mean, when your fist is as big as their head, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, but it's not fun to watch. They call it the WMD. It, it's effective. It would be, yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard a story. My, my entire face was in three dimensions, and then it became two. <laughs> <laughs> you got pancaked, bitch. But uh, he's been on Stone Cold's podcast quite a few times. And he seems like genuinely the nicest man ever, even though he could kill you with a blink. Yeah. Very yeah. muscular blink. <laughs> yeah. But I, he he told the story about how uh, 
he, they're doing an overseas tour, and he was stuck fighting Stone Cold like every night. And okay. he, this is when Stone Cold was big. Everybody knew who Stone Cold was because that's when wrestling was actually you know big. Right, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah, of course. At three sixteen. Yeah. So, so I just whipped your ass. Uh, he he was recently in uh, Grown Ups too. What? He did that a lot too. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. He was Anyways. Adam Sandler's bully. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the ending of that movie is actually kind of funny. Yeah. I liked it, yeah. But uh, he's telling a story about how Stone Cold just beat the shit out of him. And eventually, like, he he, he the, the giant gets mad. And they're outside the ring, so all of a sudden he grabs Stone Cold by his trunks, his tiny black trunks that he wrestled in, <laughs> right? shoves them all the way up his ass, <laughs> and then throws them into the ring. And uh, and I guess Stone Cold, he was embarrassed because he had a very pale ass because he had tanned everywhere else. <laughs> so he corners him and starts throwing potatoes, like hitting him for real. And right. then all of a sudden, Big Show just grabs his head and holds him in place. And there's nothing he could do about it. He's like, uh, that a boy, kid. You you really got fired up. I just wanted to see you fight like a giant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when in real life, he's like, please don't kill me. I don't want to die. I just, I didn't want the world to see my pale ass. <laughs> it wasn't even a televised event. Like, the, only the people in the building saw it. <laughs> He's, he was ashamed of his pale ass. Well, he, they also told stories about wrestlers shitting themselves in the ring, which happens more often than you'd think. Uh, That's I, why there's a lot of black I, trunks. I, I'm sure as hard as they get hit and, and some of the injuries that are, are given to people and being knocked out sometimes, I, I'm sure that it happens. There have been some legitimate KOs, and it's always stuff that looks like it shouldn't knock you out. Like I was watching one match. I, it was the 90s. Undertaker versus Stone Cold, right? Stone Cold kicks Undertaker in the gut, so he bends over, because that's what happens in every match. And then Undertaker went to stand up, but Stone Cold's chin was above him. So the back of his head hit Stone Cold's chin, knocked him completely unconscious. He he had to ask the ref where he was. It was WrestleMania. The biggest <laughs> event of the year. He's like, where am I? I was like, you're in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> oh, shit. What am I doing? You think you'd look down and see you're in wrestling boots and underwear and be like, oh, yeah, I'm in the ring. No, he's like, where am I? What? <laughs> What? Like Emma. <laughs> and he made What's that. my name? <laughs> <laughs> and that stupid what thing that he did, which you'll still hear the crowd do if there somebody's talking, they don't want to hear this. What? What? Right. What? That happened because he can't hear for shit. He legitimately said what too many times, and that became a thing. <laughs> now it's on fucking t-shirts. Wrestling can be really dumb. I mean, with doink and all those. I, uh, one I of mean... the occupational jobs that I didn't mention, I cannot remember this guy's name. It was a fucking magician. I, I, wait, wait, wait. I, I have to point something out. You said wrestling can be dumb and looked at me as if, and now you know something, as if that's not something that was already in my mind. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But there was a, there was a wrestling magician, hey, dude. Hey, Robert. Robert. Hey, did you know something? This is completely out of left field. I know that you idolize this sport, and it's so real to you, but did you know that with characters like Doink the Clown, this may not be 100% serious? Fuck you, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> to be an asshole about it. Anyways. Excuse me for doing a skit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there, there. Yeah. there was a wrestling magician is all I was trying to say. You know how he won his only match? Uh, with a magic trick? Guillotine? Did he do the guillotine? <laughs> did, or did he saw a bitch in half? He, he pulled the referee's underwear out from his pants without And then a bunch of napkins? Off. No, that was it. He, okay. did the, he did the napkin thing. <laughs> He did the napkin thing. Uh, when he got into the ring, he threw his hands in the air and confetti flew out of his fingertips. I'm not surprised by any of this. The best part was he, he had the face paint of a mime. So he either didn't know what a mime was or he didn't know what a magician was or he thought he was. They thought they were the same thing. He did nothing like a mime, but he had his face painted like a fucking mime. Alrighty. 
Oh, I wish I could remember his name. You should Google it sometime. One of the best, worst gimmicks, though. Gimmick is your character, right? Right. Uh, Glacier. This was in the 90s, right when Mortal Kombat came out. So this guy's like, I'm going to be Sub-Zero. Really? <laughs> yes. But without the ice powers, you just look like a jackass in a ninja costume. <laughs> <laughs> and he wore one whiteout contact. Oh, no. They had to. Oh, t- tell me they at least tried to do the, like, cold power at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. He had the dry ice fog and stuff because he's so cold. But then his finishing move was just a super kick, which is kicking someone in the face. Not well, like the big boot. You, you, you can't rip someone's spine out. Oh, God, I wish they would have went there. Because <laughs> this was WCW. They went They went in that direction. They had, um, oh, God, I can't remember what it was called. A House of Horror? No, that was newer. What it was, it was a giant cage. I think six to eight uh, competitors, right? Okay. In the middle of the ring. And this is how you had to win. Was it an electric chair? <laughs> I think I've seen this. Yeah, and you had to. Put... I think I was forced to watch this one time. Mick Foley was in it as Cactus Jack. Yeah, Sting was in it. Uh, but Abdullah the Butcher. Are you sure he wasn't Mankind? Because the mask was scarier. He wasn't. He, there was no mask. No, it was Cactus Jack. Mankind didn't have until. Okay, Mankind exists because Vince McMahon thought he was so ugly that he made him wear a mask. So that didn't happen until he got to WWF. This is okay. WCW. He was Cactus Jack. Because there's Cactus Jack, Dude Love, Mankind, and Mick Foley. He has there's the three faces of Foley. Right. But back then it was just uh, Cactus Jack. No relation. No <laughs> That I know of. Okay, the Royal Rumble. Well, let's just jump out. There's no structure here. The Royal Rumble, 30 men, right? Uh, two people start, then somebody comes out every minute and a half or something like that. Right. The only way to lose is get thrown over the top. Last person standing wins. McFoley entered three times as the three different characters. <laughs> Did he really? Yes. So he came out as Mankind, got thrown right out, then Dude Loves Music hit, and he just changed his shirt and came back out without the mask That's on. That's awesome. Three times, still didn't win. That. Uh, no. <laughs> Fuck that. Should've. Yeah. Third third persona that he came out as. No, that's the winner. Right I would there. think so, yeah. Love McFoley. That dude's dedicated. I know, man. But uh oh anyways, this this electric chair match we'll call it. They put Abdullah Butcher in the in the chair, right? And then the switch is obviously fake on the side of the cage, but you have to flip the switch. It's already on on, so you see Mick Foley walk over, flip it to off, and then back to on real quick, and then all these fireworks go off, and they act like he's legitimately dead. Until, you know, next week when he's back on the fucking show. Right, right. But they've had, uh, let me see. There was some sort of match where Sting was locked into a small cage so he couldn't interfere. So somebody came out to save him. Who do you think it was, Robert? Not a wrestler. So you have a fair chance. Oh. I think that makes it less of a fair chance, but... Uh, yeah, because it could literally be anything now. How absurd. Donald Trump. Uh, no, that was WWF he was in. Okay, okay. Uh, that, him and Vince McMahon had a hair versus mini hair Mini-me. Uh, he's from a movie. Fictional character. You're getting closer. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, Superman? Robocop. Robocop. Ro- Robocop? <laughs> Robocop. Robocop? <laughs> how? His moves. His movement doesn't pertain to that. That would... would... That would help in He wrestling. robot walked to the cage, ripped the door off the hinges, which obviously didn't have the bolts in, because you could see Sting holding the cage door up. Picks it up, moves it, Sting goes in, helps his friends. And then Robocop just walks back to the backstage area. <laughs> that just happened, man. D- doing my duty. <laughs> you got this, bro. Yeah, and then just walks <laughs> off. <laughs> and I... <laughs> keep the peace, motherfucker. <laughs> well, they're hitting each other with fucking steel chairs. Yeah, yeah. keep the peace. Uh, there's actually one little bit more odd than that in WCW, if you believe it or not. Uh, the Steiner brothers, uh, I think they broke up at the time, so it was probably Rick Steiner fighting his brother Scott Steiner. Or Big Papa Pump. Okay. Okay. 
and uh, it was around Halloween. So he Rick Steiner get or no Scott Steiner got some help to take on his brother uh, from a horror movie icon. Now you're gonna think something threatening because you're fighting these mu- these fucking muscular guys, right? Like Big Papa Pump's gonna need like fucking Jason Voorhees to take out his brother, right? Okay. Who do you think it was? <laughs> Let's do this again. It's not RoboCop again. Horror movie. Horror movie. Who would be least effective? Because it's that. That's the answer. Uh, Chucky. Yes. I got it right? Yes. Nice. So, like, they'd be talking, all of a sudden Chucky would be on the, the big screen just talking shit to Rick Steiner? Because it was Monday night and that's what happened. That's just what happened. Okay. I wish that they would have, like, you know. Like a doll just ran it. Or, <laughs> a min- <laughs> and then they just pumped him out a of little, the A little person in a wig just come up with a knife. Yeah. Ta- take him out at, at the ankle. But oh, God, like no. cut his Achilles heel. <laughs> right, but it'd obviously be fake. No, uh, fuck and, that. And then that guy, like, still end up winning. <laughs> Even though he can't, that leg's permanently paralyzed now. Yeah, he'll be out for, it gives him like two weeks where he doesn't have to do anything, and then he comes back, but now he's the champion. That's happened before. So, okay, when the whole Crispin Wall thing happened, the Raw beforehand, which is the Monday night show, that's WWE's big show, ended when Vince McMahon got in a limo, and then the limo exploded. Right. Okay. And then Crispin Wall killed his family and himself. So, obviously, next week... He just walked out because <laughs> he had to be like, uh, yeah, well, bad shit happened. And then they did a three hour episode dedicated to Crispin Wall talking about how great he was. And, a- and, and then it turns out and then yeah. found out that, yeah. yeah, so they erased him from everything. But if you think about it, like none of this is as outlandish as like wrestlers in movies because there's some real garbage out there. Like, have you ever seen the Marine? Uh, no. With John Cena. No. Awful. One of my wife's favorite movies. It's fucking awful. They did 12 rounds, which is just Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay. But without Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis, so why fucking watch it? But the old Hulk Hogan movies, fucking awesome. Watch uh, the, the only one that I've seen is one with ninjas. Uh, three ninjas, high noon at Mega Mountain. Okay, awful. Don't watch it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember too much about it. I remember that they, the three little kid ninjas uh, were wore different colors: red, blue, and green. Yeah, Tum Tum was one of them. That's where I got my wrestling name from: Rocky, Tum Tum, and the other one. <laughs> yeah, and Hulk Hogan was their mentor. No, he's the bad guy. Or bad guy, okay. Yeah. Like I said, I don't remember too you much. Had Suburban Commando. I believe that's the one where uh, he grabs a guy by the collar. He's like, what's that smell? Is that Dookie? I know that Hulk Hogan also fought an American hero. Oh, yeah? Was it Chucky? No, it was Rocky. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, Floyd Mayweather's fought Big Show at WrestleMania. Right, but not all movies are horrible. Like what? Uh, the Rock's been in a couple good ones here. Oh, recently. he doesn't count. <laughs> I'm thinking about where he started. That that's true. Oh, do I have to say it? I uh, thought you were trying to get a tooth fairy. Well, what, well, you said where he started. I know where oh, he ended. Oh, okay, okay. And he ended with with well, the no, tooth fairy. I said I'm gonna have to cut that. Shit. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna, uh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, we we could just talk about what just happened. How you stopped and like gave me your... the hands. Well, yeah, but then he just like froze up. Okay, technically he started in what the Mummy Two as the Scorpion King. Technically he started with wrestling. I know that. I'm not counting. I thought that. that you were about to give us give us some wrestling history about the Rock. I was oh, like, okay. oh, here I we can. go. He's the third generation. His dad and grandfather both fought. Rocky Maivia was his dad's name. I can't remember his grandpa's name. But he's actually the third generation. His, his niece is wrestling now, uh, Nia Jax. I had, I had no idea about oh, that. Oh, yeah. He's a, he was a thoroughbred. That's why, he, I mean, he was a natural. Also, fun fact, he had to have, uh, he, he had man boobs he couldn't get rid of, so he had to have surgery. 
I know that because uh, there were pictures uh, of him when he was younger where he he's a little fluffier. Mm-hmm. Um, and compared to now, now he's fucking huge, oh but God. in a completely different yeah, way. Yeah, fucking massive. But he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Isn't that nuts? Uh, yeah. Well, is he the highest paid? Because I he was last year. I think that, that may have changed to uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, it depends if you smell what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> well, here's here's something funny. So I, I used to be in the military. Oh, I didn't I didn't give you the signal this time. You sure you want to talk about I'm it? Sure, asshole? I'm, I'm sure I want to talk about it. Jeez, because <laughs> now we're talking about the rock and movie. So now it's appropriate. This all got confusing because Robert thought I was recording when I wasn't, but I was still talking into my mic like I was. So it's kind of my fault, I guess. Uh, this is completely Danny's fault. Yeah. But I I was about to tell tell Danny off air against my knowledge that. <laughs> Back when I was in the military, uh, where I used to go to the mall, one time I got uh, stopped by these people with clipboards. And they were like, hey, do you want to do this survey where we're going to show you a bunch of movie trailers that are are kind of in the works? Nothing's complete. And some of these may just be fake for all of your knowledge. Um, And we want you to give us uh, your honest opinion. Okay. So I watched them and a couple of them were – Okay, some of them were funny, and then I see The Rock in a tutu <laughs> and fairy wings flying into kids' windows and stealing their teeth from under their pillow in Tooth right. Fairy. Right. And because he's this huge person in these tiny rooms, he obviously is clumsy and starts breaking shit while trying to be quiet. Makes sense. I've I never watched the movie. I gave that the worst rating I possibly could. Why the hell would you do that? He's never done anything bad to you. Uh, he, uh, you didn't sit through that trailer. No, I did. And it is not the trailer that they released to the public. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it worse? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. The the trailer that they released to the public, I was like, this could have tricked me into watching this, but I know other stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they replaced him with Larry the Cable Guy in the sequel. Yeah. You, How you, do you go from The Rock to Larry the fucking Cable you Guy? You know what his big punishment was because of? He he played hockey and he kept knocking people's teeth out. So he became the tooth fairy. So he became the tooth fairy. I had no idea that that was his name on the ice. The tooth fairy was the tooth fairy. Great, because he was known for knocking out people's I teeth. I understand completely. Uh. <laughs> That's worse than the fucking RoboCop. That yeah, makes RoboCop sound great, man. Right. But uh, just before we get to the nerdly debate, if you've never watched wrestling, right, you need to look up um, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker in an era. It's a Hell in a Cell match. Triple H is the... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's... No, End of an Era is uh, Undertaker versus Triple H. Shawn Michaels is a special guest referee. Best match of all time. Just saying. Okay. And, or just look up Shawn Michaels because he's fucking amazing. The Undertaker. Sting. I was always personal too. Uh, Mankind's just fun to watch. But you're going to hurt after you watch almost any of his matches. Like, he got big. One of the things he did to get big in WCW, he would rip up the the pads on the side of the ring and expose the concrete, and then elbow drop people on it from the ring. So he jumps super far on the concrete. That's how he got his name out there. Okay, by hurting himself, being willing to take that kind of damage. And yeah, like, if you look up, he did Japanese death matches where they actually used real C four to blow up stuff. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, no. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah, they had piranha matches. Why? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you you want to change it nothing up every about once in a while? that sounds. No. How do you think you win a piranha match? Probably by throwing somebody else into a piranha tank. Close. You just stick their head in it. 
Okay. For, no! <laughs> for like 10 seconds or something crazy. More than likely, if you're able to shove someone's head into a piranha uh, aquarium, right. you've probably had to weaken them in some way, probably involving blood in or around their facial oh, area. they're always bloody, yeah. So when piranhas are near blood, they go fucking crazy. Yeah, they frenzy. I've seen pictures of people who had the slightest cut on their hand and have fallen into piranha-infested water. They were pulled out within seconds, and there'd be no flesh there. No, fuck that. No. Oh, you don't want to watch that? No, I'm good. Okay, I'm trying to think of really other like weird ass <clears throat> ma- uh, match stipulations. There's been dumpster matches. Yeah, I know about those. Zero guy in a dumpster, right? Yeah. But when it comes to Japan, these death matches and stuff, man, all the barbed wire, thumbtacks. But Japan did give us something great. What's that? Ninja Warrior. Okay, I don't know if that has to do with what we're talking about, but thank you. It doesn't, but it's Japan. For adding that. It is. They also gave us Godzilla and Sushi. Probably. I I don't know about the Sushi. I would watch Godzilla in a wrestling match. I think he'd win. Yeah. I hope that's what... Because they're building towards this Godzilla versus (laughs) King Kong. I hope it's just that. Why do you get a steel chair so big? King Kong just, like, drops an elbow. (laughs) Have JR calling... Doing commentary. Oh, oh my God, they broke him in half. That guy that always wears a a cowboy hat. And I'm pretty sure now professionally hawks his own barbecue sauce. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Mm, yeah. All right, so let's, let's get into this nerdly debate. All right, let's let's... Because, I, I'm thinking we we become a tag team. We need a tag team. We're, we are a tag team. We need a name, a gimmick. Okay. Right? What are you thinking? We need a shtick. All right, how about follow me here? Okay. We're then and now. That's true. So I can't grow facial hair okay. at all. Okay. Right? The the best I can do is this little patch of fuzz on my chin. Yeah. Uh, you, however, can grow a full beard if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you grow yours really long, Been and, there, and yeah. we dye it white. Not liking this so far, but okay. Uh, and basically, you become an older gentleman. Right. While I am the baby-faced younger gentleman, you were then, I'm now. Okay. You start the matches, and you weaken them. Every time when we win, you come up, I, I weaken them for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. When you have to tag out because they're cheating, because that's the only way they can beat you and us still look good. Sure. You tag out, I come in, I end up winning, you jump up, I weakened them for you. We're then and now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I actually like the idea better of you starting the match and it going for so long that by the end of it, I look like this decrepit old man. But <laughs> I feel like we could make it work. I don't like having to do all the dirty work. I, don't, I'm, I keep on thinking about the uh, job as your gimmick thing, because I could totally be the janitor. You know, I'm a mop the floor with you. I'm the janitor, no, right? I'm 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 the call center employee. So somebody call for an ass whooping? No, no, no. You better call nine one one because I'm the phone man. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, man, because I'm the phone man. I'm the phone man. <laughs> I'm the phone man. But instead of the actual music, it's actually that tone punched into a touch-tone phone. <laughs> there you go. Try to think if there's a worse job to have as a gimmick than a desk job. Well, there was IRS. He was, he was, he was a tax man. <laughs> he lost every single round, didn't he? No. No, because he was a big-ass dude. <laughs> Uh, his, uh, what was it? Irvin R. Shyster. R-I-R-S. Yeah. Shyster was his fucking last name. You <laughs> thought Doink was bad. Oh, man. You think Doink's not. Wait, well, he, he's dead. You have some respect, doesn't, man. Doesn't mean that it's not a bad name. Let me be honest with you. Half the names I said today, dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
We just lost what Roger Roger Piper just died like last year. Dusty Rhodes, baby, he's I, dead. I almost believed a death hoax today. It has nothing to do with wrestling, but I saw I saw a death hoax today that I almost texted you about. Hmm. It said Sir Ian McKellen had died yesterday. Oh shit! I was like, oh fuck! I immediately started texting. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Let me research this a little bit. Yeah, I would. I, I looked up like three different websites, and they're like, no, this is a hoax. So I was hmm. like, okay. I'm still sad about Tom Petty. So yeah, I actually liked Tom Petty. Yeah, it was it's not like lot. when I lost like Bowie and Prince. I was never into him. I, I used to love. Tom we've Petty. lost a lot of good. Cele- we've already had one death. Uh, death cast. Oh yeah, well, that was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. China. I talked about China. She's she dead. About China. I shouldn't have sounded so excited when I said that. No. Like, yeah, she got it, didn't she? She Woo. was also in porn at one point. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one I saw was her in a wrestling ring, getting nailed by nine guys in luchador masks. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> I feel like it would have been disrespectful not to jerk off to it, but I think I had to switch to something else to actually finish the job. So. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> well, hey. So I guess I'll start the sign off then. Yeah. I Your mean... phone, man. I'm I'm the janitor. What, I, what was I? I didn't really come up with anything good. You're the grand wizard. Nope, not doing that. God, could you imagine? Somebody coming out instead of KKK hood. There was a Nazi in... Glow? Did you watch the Glow series on Netflix? I have not. I heard it's very good. Really I have good. it on my list. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, but uh, the main actress, Alison Brie, mm-hmm. uh, I've seen a lot of her stuff. I, I like her in, in a lot of things. So I, I hadn't seen her on anything. I know I'm going to like the show. I just haven't sat around and watched it yet. I'm pretty sure you get to see her boobies at one point. Yeah, I've been told. Okay. Figured out to share that with the group. So, your name is? Robert Foley. Your what? name is? Eddie Mons. Uh What do you say after this? Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone.